Okay, right off the bat, I want to tell you what just happened. Hold on, give it time to settle. Well, just before we walked out, Justin said, make sure they have time to take pictures. And then we didn't discuss what that meant. Right. And then we all started doing poses. <laughs> I I definitely forgot what I do with my body during that part of the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Adventure Zone, a live... A live and interactive for us experience. Uh, speaking of, if you enjoy this costuming and or makeup, this, uh, that is by Julie and Alex Abene. Thank you uh, very, thank very you. much. They flew all the way here just to do this. Yeah, they're, they're back there right now listening. So cheer louder. Let's do all of our thank yous and announcements sort of at the top. Because once, once, this, once this ball starts rolling, it's, it will roll until it comes to a stop. Whoa, that was fun. Uh, uh, let's thank Paul Saborin. Thank you, Paul, Paul Saborin. Paul Saborin. Thank you to, uh, to Amanda, our business manager. Thank you to Rachel, our uh, editor and audio guru. Uh, thank you to Rachel and Teresa and all of our, our wonderful children. Uh, hey, and you know what? Thank you to Sydney, too. She's not here, but she's great. Yeah. Yeah, hooray. Uh, um, thank you to all of you. Um, I also... Okay. Would like to thank my sons. Oh my God. For not yelling at me for forgetting to bring my dice out. That's actually Paul's job. And Paul, Paul? failed you. Paul failed you, Dad. No. Oh no, I didn't give them to Paul to bring out. I forgot. Okay, it's no, back on messed you up now, from Dad. the start. Wait, how oh, far I'm back? Just... How many steps back did you forget your dice, Dad? Are they in Ironton right now? <laughs> uh and we're starting. Uh, I take it, let's not waste time on introductions. You all know what's going on here, I assume. Um, and so let's just get this ball. There's one person for whom this is their first experience with the Adventure Zone who just went, wait, no, what? Oh, oh no. Okay, I'm up. Griffin, I DM it. That's Clint, Travis, and Justin. They play Merle, Magnus, and Taco, respectively. <laughs> I am not Jocasta Nightstrider tonight. Tonight, canonically, it's at a point where I'm still Taco Taco. You're not Jocasta Nightstrider yet. Not Jocasta Nightstrider okay. yet. Hey, you all should probably watch the Imbalance miniseries that Avia yeah. Dean for us on, on YouTube. YouTube. Just watch it. One day, Justin will show up to a live show as Jocasta Nightstrider, and there will be some people who will be confused. You ready? You ready? You ready? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Yep. Tucked away in a cozy cavern just a stone's throw from Phandalin. A community of large, loud, and furry revelers are absolutely tearing shit completely up. They slam their enormous bodies together in rhythm with songs bellowed loud enough to loose stalactites from the ceiling above. Spiced, dripping meats from indiscernible animals hang on spits over roaring fires. Dire wolves howl over hulking bones gifted to them by their generous masters. It is a scene that would strike terror into the hearts of an unwitting adventurer who might stumble upon it, but for the three of you who find yourself in the midst of this fracas, it is a familiar sight. You stand in Clark's domain, answering... 
answering a summons to the Bugbear's Candle Nights Jamboree. Several dozen bugbears have crammed themselves into Clark's cavern. Several dozen? It's a big cavern. Slam dancing around a large band of like eight drummers. Just say skanking. Several dozen bugbears have crammed themselves into Clark's cavern. Slam dancing around a large band of like eight drummers. Drinking beverages that smell like they might this kill you. This was not the music I expected. <laughs> Slam dancing. No, I can do, get do, down do, to do, this. Do. Yeah. I Drinking beverages that smell like they might kill you if you got any on your skin or eyes. Giving one another those bone-evaporating hugs underneath large boughs of thistletoe. And at the center of it all, a candle knight's bush adorned with gilded lanterns and bloody skull ornaments alights the celebration. So Taco, Merle, and Magnus, how are you enjoying yourselves at the Bugbear Candle Knight's Jamboree? 100%. You said fracas. <laughs> Now, to be oh. fair, he said fracas. Oh. Which is how we say it in London town. <laughs> uh, I think Magnus is uh, doing as the Romans do and trying to go like toe to toe with the bugbears in drink and the dancing of slam. Uh, make, a, make a constitution saving throw. We'll actually have to do two here because you said two different things. Uh, that's a 15 plus 9, 24. Yeah, you're throwing them back, baby. It's no big deal. And now a strength saving throw for the slamming. That is a 12 plus 10, 22. I was going to make you do disadvantage because you've had so many of these uh, uh, potent, deadly drinks. But uh, With you're, a 24. you're fine. Yeah, you crushed it. You're doing great. Okay, Magnus, Hell is, yeah. Magnus is making himself at home. Uh, Merle, taco? Merle is the... Uh, designated sled driver so he's okay. just having mineral water and uh, just from the walls of the cave just yeah. lapping it off yeah and i was gonna say that doesn't sound like Merle, but then griffin said licking walls and i was like oh, oh okay. yeah actually and there's so many hallucinogens just in the built fungus. in right? oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be real safe driving he's, tonight he's he's half in the bag yeah i'm gonna ramp it we're not even in the wagon yet Merle. <laughs> nothing's moving the wagon <laughs> Uh, Taco. Uh, Taco's at that point of drunk where he is meeting lots of different people and telling them that they're going to be best friends forever. Like okay. He's like, I love it. I'm you like crepes too? Me too. I'm obsessed. You have to come over. And he'll never remember them. Absolutely you know what I mean? not. Come over for Christmas. Like a bugbear will show up at your house like two weeks later and you'll be like, what? Uh, are you selling something? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, while you all Did are- Did Kravitz come? Did Kravitz come? Uh, I don't know that Clark and Kravitz were acquainted. Kravitz had a way cooler party to go to Whoa. tonight. Tracks. That tracks. Uh, and you all didn't go to that party because you're here mostly out of guilt for the well, many... We were planning on leaving early and then the night got away from us. Yeah, definitely yeah. that. They played the electric slide. It's like, well, I gotta yeah, stay yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, Taco literally shoots off lightning bolts. Uh a familiar face comes up to you all while you all are uh, deep, deep in your revelry. It is Clark himself who comes up to scoop all of you into a giant bugbear hug. Oh, it's Gnash! Wait, it's sorry, I'm drunk. <laughs> 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 it's royalty-free Clark. <laughs> it's fair use Clark. Please, uh, fair use Clark is my father. Call me. He sets you all down and says... I gotta be honest, I sent the invite, but I didn't actually think the three of you would show up. 
I'm surprised you haven't been crushed to death by the many big bodies slamming around. To be fair, you didn't say that on the invite. If you had said, like, I'm invited, I don't expect you to... I mean, I'm happy to be here. I assumed you would think that there would be much slam dancing happening. That's why I came. And you didn't ask me to roll anything, so I, I figure I'm okay. <laughs> to lick cave walls? Do you what want? Would, no, 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 hold on. If you want to roll, a, what kind of check would that? Roll be? a Constitution saving throw. Constitu- it's a cave wall. It's, it ain't clean. Seven. Seven. Okay. Well, now here's the question: Does that mean he's not stoned, but thinks he is, or thinks he's not, but it's is? It's definitely the placebo effect. Like you wet your whistle, and you're like, "Oh, party boy! Oh, my pants are on my head!" Ah! But everyone's like, "This fucking asshole." <laughs> to be fair. Oh, please. They say that anyway. Yeah. That's not that fair, Dad. <laughs> Clark, of course we would come. You, you're my best friend. <laughs> I've never told you that, but you mean so much to me. Clark, Clark starts tearing up. Yes. This you, is real. You, who me, do you really mean that? Absolutely. I mean it now. Right now. Well, I'm saying it. I, have you had too much of our uh-oh juice? Too much is like, that's subjective. <laughs> You're my best friend. He says, it's really good to see the three of you, but I, I'll be honest, I do have a bit of an ulterior motive for inviting you three here. Traitor! Every time. Uh, and he points to the corner where there is a somewhat withered-looking bugbear with matted gray hair uh, sitting alone. and he Father? Is, wouldn't that be a weird twist, though? It'd be pretty wild. if Mag- It actually wouldn't be that big a twist if Magnus was just a shaved bugbear. <laughs> this, this elderly bugbear is sitting in the corner um, wearing these little pince-nez, and he's balancing what appears to be a, a checkbook made out of, like, slate. Uh, and Clark points at I him. Can, no, you, you don't need to say anything. You want us to take this guy out to the ice floe, right? No. Oh, no, he's no. Had a, he's had a good run. Come on, partner. Come on, one last ride. Here we go. Just look at the rabbits. Just look at the rabbits, bud. Can I do his voice? Can you do the NPC's voice? No, absolutely not. You can't do an NPC's voice. You don't know what he's there for. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to do fucking Mad Libs Adventures. (laughs) And Clara, hey, Dad, just to take it outside the bit. Clearly, this is setting it up to be the beginning of the adventure. Do you think Griffin would be like, yeah, you take it from here, Clint? If he loved me. Oh, hey. All right. right. Touche. Clark says, that's actually my, um, that's my uncle. I didn't realize he was your uncle. I would have been more sensitive about it. It's my uncle. must be hard letting go. Do you want us to take care of him? You're not going to kill my uncle. What no, you no, 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 of course not. not We're going to set him free. Take him to a farm. Let nature, let nature do the work. I get it. But listen, that's my uncle whose name is Scrooge. And Scrooge made some really good investments in meat chitables, Um which In is, what? It's vegetables that they make out of meat. So you can have a healthy diet, but if you don't eat veg, like they do a carrot that's like a cow for the most part. Fan- you haven't heard of meat Yeah, fa- Fantasy Arby's tried that once. 
He says, hey, he made this. The Meachinable. Scroog's got so much money, but not much Candle Knight's cheer. So I was hoping maybe the three of you would teach him the true meaning of Candle Knights. I don't understand. How is he, how is he gonna learn the true meaning of candlelights by us taking him out to an ice floe to die? I was hoping you would find it maybe a different way of doing it. Look, you all- You mean like smothering? <laughs> I'd like to remind you all of the time where you made me jump off a fucking motorcycle No one made laser. you do that! Yeah, kinda. Yeah, he's got a point. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Just go over, talk to him, try to cheer him up, and, you know, teach him the true meaning of Candle Nights. It's about as clear a quest objective as you could possibly be given. Okay, uh, you know what? Uh, let me try. Okay. Can I try? Sure. You uh, walk over to Scroog. Saunter. Uh, okay. He doesn't look up from his uh, stony checkbook as you come, come forth. Hey there. Hey there, tough guy. Look, it's your TV hero, Taco, from TV. Hello. I'm up here. He looks up at you and here takes, he is. takes a beat and he says, what the fuck do you want? Well, okay. Uh, weird vibe. Would, I, I wanted to kind of make this a special candle lights for you. Would you like to see some precipitation? <laughs> Damn it. Wait. Precipitation. Precipitation. Nailed it. Oof. He says, um... Too late. And I shoot sparkles out of my fingertips. <laughs> Just your fingertips? It's a cantrip. He uh, says, uh... If you want it to come out my ass, I'm not going to spin a slot on it. He, for, uh, for fingertips, you get cantrip. That's he, a slot, all right. <laughs> he just... A butt crack! Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. He just nods his head, and then he says, uh... Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, can I show you mine? And he lifts up his checkbook. And he kind of wiggles it around in the air. And then he goes, oh. If you're listening to the audio of this later, Griffin has just flipped us off while he's pretending to be a bugbear. <laughs> okay, well, hey. Win some, lose some. Hey, uh, watch me bench press this dwarf. And I pick up Merle and start doing uh, curls. Okay. Excuse me, Merle's. Did my nephew send you over here to... Try what? and teach me the true meaning of candle nights. No, we're, yeah. do we're doing this for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, whatever you're selling, I'm not interested. Okay, in wait, let, just let Merle try. He wants to talk like non-existence into cheering up a little bit. Like, I certainly... To be All fair, right, it was you, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> All right, Grandpa, what you got going? I can't believe I just set up my dad for this. Damn it, I'm going to regret this here in a second. Aren't you tired of it all? Whoa! Whoa! A weird direction to take! Wouldn't it be a lot easier? Just oh, Murrow, we're up? not gonna kill him. No, we're not gonna kill him. Sorry. Oh. Happy Candle Nights! <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't know. I mean, yeah, it, no, we, there's I, no we never communication yeah, we anymore. Didn't back on it. As you holler, Happy Candle Nights. The sound of celebration in this room is replaced instantly by confused murmuring. And then shortly after, uh, panicked bugbear bellowing. And there's What's a that sound like? 
There's a loud bang, and seconds later, the whole cavern is filled with an impenetrable black smoke. And (laughs) when it clears, you can see that the vibe of this room has changed dramatically. Several bugbears are lying on the floor nursing their gnarly bumps and bruises. There's, There's no music. In fact, all of the instruments the band were playing moments ago are gone. Uh, so are the cauldrons of bubbling no-no juice, uh, the, the spits of roast beast, the sprigs of thistletoe, and most notably, the meticulously adorned candle knight's bush in the center of the festivities. The bugbears look around at the scene of the crime, and then slowly, they begin muttering a word, a name that echoes around the chamber. It's the grunge. And Clark approaches the three of you, and he's nursing his head. He says, are you all okay? Were you crushed by our enormous strong bodies in the smoke? No, yeah, weirdly not. Yeah, we're fine. Good. <laughs> Good. And you know, actually, I just saw the time. We're going to go. <laughs> we have this other, I'm not going to say cooler, but different party to go to. He nods his head, and he says, I get it. All our good stuff got stolen. I'm afraid a party foul, most foul, has been committed this evening. The Grunch has stolen candle nights. Oh, God. You know what? I would love to leave. <laughs> Good night, everybody! But, but, I can't let someone harsh a vibe and let it go unanswered. And also, you'd do anything for your best friend. My best friend in the whole... I'm actually starting to sober up a little bit, so... But, yeah, you're so, so cool. He says, uh, I know it is a lot to ask, but I, I really need the three of you to go get it back. Um, get what? Candle nights. Get the concept of candle nights back? No, he stole all the stuff, Travis. But the stuff isn't candle nights. Read a book. Good. You skip- Screw... Scrooge, Scrooge looks up and he says, It's absolutely fucking candle nights. I spent half a million stone pebbles. <laughs> that is a of, lot of stone pebbles. The part of Scrooge is being played by Eddie Izzard. <laughs> he says, Listen, the grunge makes his lair within the, sto- the snow capped peak of Mount Kronos. It's actually just over there, that away a bit. It's weird that you've never seen it before. It's the big scary mountain. You can't oh, miss shit. it. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, the one behind Mount Crumpet. Right. Okay. To, it's kind of behind and to the right a bit, but yeah, uh, you know, just go up there, and get candle nights back. Take Scrooge with you while you're at it. No. You, know? you promised. I Did we? Think we? Yes. Did no, we didn't. We said we'd cheer. All him right, up. but if one of us has to die, he's going first. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense to me. Okay. Then it's a deal. Okay. He's, he's reached the ripe old age of 17 years old. Oh, no. That's right. Our lifespan is very short. <laughs> I'm like a great Dane. I'm eight. <laughs> you, you guys always want us to return, but you never know what we're going to fuck up when we do. I know it's a dangerous mission, but I do still need you to teach my uncle the true meaning of candle nights, okay? I'm sure we'll find the time. We'll do, we'll do both. Let's head over, over that way. Come on, Scrooge. <sighs> you Y'all... can ride on Magnus's shoulders. 
What? I was going to ask that exact question. Actually, yeah. But only if you <laughs> if you talk about how you hope the people at church will see you so they'll know that God healed the lame on Christmas. <laughs> okay. It's from, okay. Is it from some sort of Christmas story? It's from Christmas Carol. The oh, that is a good one. Like, I hope that they check out my whole deal. <laughs> <laughs> right. I hope the people in church see my whole deal and it makes them happy. What a wild story we're retelling in a way cooler way tonight. Maybe that will be the new Christmas Carol. Yeah. We'll forget about the old one. You all make your way toward Mount Kronos, which is really close to Clark's Cavern. Like really, really, really close. It takes you like three and a half minutes to get there. During your trip, Scrooge, uh, learns the true meaning of learns Christmas. Learns the true of Christmas. Uh, he speaks up. He says, so what's the plan then? Are we going to drop off some dollies at the kitty clinic? What? Are we going to put on a Candle Nights talent show to save the rec center? That's actually not a bad one. You can't, a, you can't force a lesson, Scrooge. You can, we're going to go get Candle Nights back, and I just have to assume that you'll learn something by the end of it. Yeah, I mean, most likely it sounds like there's some somebody called the Grunge that we're going to stab a bunch or set on no, fire. The, the Grudge. The Grunge? The Grudge. The Gooch. The Grunch. I was close. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as they get home from doing something fun, 
we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. This week on Tights and Fights, Austin Creed, better known as WWE superstar Xavier Woods, unbalancing his many passions. This dude actually wants these ridiculous things. He wants to wear a crown. He wants to be a G4. He wants to have a yacht rock band. Like he wants to DJ at a, at a festival one day. WWE and G4's Austin Creed on Tights and Fights. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. You all wander into a small cleft at the base of Mount Kronos and wander through a narrow cavern for a short while until, in the distance, you see a, a, a sliver of bright light. You press on into a large and perplexing chamber. All around you is a snowy winter wonderland. There are large soft... Wait, inside? Inside. Whoa, that's it, mysterious. Thank you. It's Would, almost like there's magic in this world. <laughs> Now do you believe? No. Look, it's, it's a miracle. Show. A candlelight's miracle, Scrooge. Are you stoked? No. Oh, it's a little cold. I couldn't have been a beach miracle. Sorry, are you supposed to be Scrooge or are you Sweeney Todd? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's Scrooge. <laughs> With a hard G. <laughs> totally unsuable. <laughs> <laughs> when you look around you inside of this indoor winter wonderland, you realize that the entrance you just came through has disappeared. You are now just standing out in a snowfield. Deeper in this chamber, there's a huge crystalline box. And through it, you see a silhouette. It looks like a towering 15-foot-tall snowman. And this silhouette is just sort of panting and heaving up and down uh, like an idle animation of a snowman awaiting a battle. And Scrooge looks around, and he gets a little uh, little glassy-eyed. And he says, uh, oh, this takes me back. Okay, tell me all about it. I mean, the lads, we used to play Snow Warriors when we was tots. You know Snow Warriors? Sure. I'm afraid I don't. You build up the ultimate snowman killing machine and you pretend like they were smashing up into each other, trying to kill what... Snow Warriors! Life was a lot simpler back then. Tell me about it. Wait, maybe we could play Snow Warriors now with you. He's not listening anymore. He's just thinking about Snow Warriors. Great! No, but screw. Tell me about Maybe how life used to be is, simpler. Hold on. Do whatever. Hold on. <laughs> Maybe money isn't. <laughs> Maybe it's not all about having a bunch of stone pebbles. Wait, hold on. You just got that from Snow Warriors? We didn't say anything to inspire this. Wait, Life, hold on. He's in a reverie. Yeah, but it kind of feels like we're not important. Life is a lot simpler before meetables. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> I can't even remember now. I was thinking about Candle Nights past. <laughs> no, I get that, but it, it's kind of our story, Scrooge, so if you can stay with us. You hear they a- didn't come here to see Scrooge, okay? Right. There's a roar that comes from the crystalline box. He says, no. uh-oh, uh, you three better hurry up. You, you just build a big, nasty warrior snowman. You put whatever you want on him. Put on a big, you know, Vulcan cannon, whatever you want to add to this bad boy. It's all... It's all in the rules. We can put anything on him. Anything you can make out of snow. Oh. Like snowballs? Oh, my God, Dad. This is a grown-up show for grown-ups. I have added snowballs to the list. I love that it's the first thing that you made. Nothing to append it to. They're just sitting on the ground. Okay, wait. No, hold on. I built a snowman with big snow abs. Okay, again, we're talking about balls and abs just laying no, on no, the... No, 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 I built a snowman with snow abs. Okay, so you've built a snowman... With snow abs. With snow abs. What are the dimensions of this snowman? Just 30 feet say tall. Yes, yeah, it's big. <laughs> Giant. And 30 feet wide. <laughs> a real chode. <laughs> I, can I make his nose out of the umbra staff? I think that'd be cute. Oh, sure. Cool. I, give I, him the I lost it forever. sort of do. Uh, what's that? I give him the flaming raging poisoning sort of doom. Made of snow. This is not going to be balanced at all. And all, all I give him is the, are the snowballs. Okay. And, and I give him a white man's confidence. <laughs> well, he's made of snow. That's fair. He's unstoppable. Yeah. I, can I, did we already do the heart of a child? <laughs> no, we have In his hand is the heart of a child. <laughs> Still beating. A still beating heart of a child. <laughs> and Scrooge goes, I get it now. <laughs> this is the meaning of Candle Nights. Murder. 
All right. Uh, did, hey, did oh, wait, we forgot a soul. Did, <laughs> <Damn> wait. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> no conscience. Oh, no. All right. And well, a laser. Gonna... And a laser. And a yeah. laser. <laughs> One laser. Okay, and no a laser. laser. And an unslakable okay. thirst for death. Paul, I can see And you. a great 401k. I see you wondering, Paul, if I'd need another white wine, and the answer is yes, I, I do. I also Paul. need, yes, Paul. Paul. All right. got to keep the story coming, and, Paul. And the snowman has a small snow, Paul. Did you say <laughs> a, a, a big snow ass? Oh, a big snow ass. A real snow dumb write it, bow. Write it down, Griff. Yeah, I wrote it all down, baby. Did you write down a snow dumb bow? Are you done? Um, is, it, is this a sufficient snow war? Oh, and a happy home Thank life. You, Paul. A sharp wind blows through the cavern. A sharp wind. Uh, no. <laughs> Sending a cloud of flurries swirling into the sky and surrounding your creation completely. And when the snowflakes fade, your snowman has disappeared. Oh. And then there's a rumbling, and this large crystal cracks open, and inside it, you see your snowman. And his eyes turn red, and he stares down at you, and eats the heart of the child in his hand. (laughs) He bellows, I've got some thoughts about white privilege myself. Who wants to hear them? I've never loved the choice I've made more than And then a flamethrower shoots out of his Umbra staff nose, and he draws the flaming, raging, poisoning sword of doom. And also, there's a laser. Roll for initiative. Oh, no, wait. Oh, I see. I can't fucking believe how hard you all fell for that. Have you just met us? It's almost like Scrooge is in a reliable narrator. Uh, I had a 17 total, 15 plus two. Got you. Merle. I'm, what number is that? You can use your heart. Oh my God, it's a 16. Okay. 16 plus? God. Take the, take the, thank you. 16 plus zero. 16 plus zero. Okay, Taco. Uh, seven. Seven, okay. Uh, Magnus, you are at the top of the order. 16 plus zero. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Go for Magnus. First things first. Go faster. Uh, I'm going to use uh, my uh, tinderbox to light my torch on fire. Oh, okay. And then I am going to... Uh, uh, two weapon fighting, torch in one hand, and uh, my chance lance in the other. Okay, roll 2d20 for me. There you go. Mm, that ain't it. Uh, actually, I'm pretty good. Uh, 7 plus 10, 17. Yeah, it's a snowman. Ah, uh, that's a 13 total. Uh, sure, you didn't give him any armor. I will grant that. It's a fucking, it's made of fucking snow. Okay, great. So I'm going to throw the chance lance uh, at the laser eye. Okay. You didn't s- say it was an eye, but it, I like that. I That's mean, cool. it, it is. Where else would it go? It's not yeah, a laser belly button. Well, wait, wait, wait. I'm the one that came up with lasers, so laser, so I ought to that? say what it is. Yeah, what is it? It's a laser eye. Well, thank you. Okay. When you're not listening? And I'm going to shove the torch right in the balls. Sure. Oh, uh, I won't make you roll for damage on that. You do that, and he looks down, and he's like, I'm a snowman. Oh, he has no central nervous system. No, we forgot to give him, give him a central, central nervous system. 
Uh, okay, you you have knocked out the eye and his uh, his te- the testicles that you did. Whoa, they're testicles! Thank you. Uh, next in the order is Merle. Um, so we destroyed the testicles, right? Step one. Okay, and wait, there it is. We say that every live show, so if you're playing the drinking game, we've said we've destroyed the testicles. Merle casts destroy water and destroys the snowman head. What, what are the dimensions of water you can destroy? I'm glad you asked that. Destroy up to 10 gallons of water. Alternatively. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, that's destroy not. fog. You have to read more words than the first one. Yeah, this is a, I'm not the best at sort of spatial now, wait, math. Wait, wait, wait. It does say at higher levels. Yeah. You can cast this spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, and okay. you create or destroy 10 additional gallons of water, okay. or the size of the cube increases by five feet. So, Okay. This is a 30-foot tall, 30-foot wide snowman. Now, he did to say just a hand. Just a hand? I said head. He actually. did say head. Yeah. Um, you can take out a chunk of head. With, I mean, it's a, what? 30 by 30 is okay, a... Okay, I'll take out the chunk that has the laser eye. He already destroyed the laser eye, but that you can... <laughs> Man, I thought Okay, I'll, I'll tell you what. I will, I will remind you what all this snowman is working with. Uh, this 900 square foot snowman uh, has a nose that is the Umbra Staff, the flaming, raging, poisoning sort of doom. Not the snowballs. A white man's confidence. Thank you, Travis. Uh, heart of a child has been consumed. Laser has been turned off. Uh, a 401k. There's a little... The worst part. Because even when you destroy him, he has something to fall back on. There's, there is a little snowball who is working... I would say futilely to repair the laser eye and testicles. Uh, that's what I destroy the snowball. <laughs> the snowball. The snowball. God, this is the best show on earth. The snowball disintegrates. Yes. What? Because he can open a can? The, the snow monster looks down at dead ass snowball and screams. With unimaginable fury. Now, to be fair, we didn't give him vocal cords or snowcoat cords. Okay, then he... Okay. Is that all for your turn? I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis, can And then I drunk the Paul that I will... Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun, man. Mm. Make a constitution saving throw for me. This is a lot of fun. Roll the 18 dime, plus two, it's a dirty 20. All right. You feel a clawing at your insides, but then, I don't know, you, it goes wherever the pee goes to be made. <laughs> okay, give me a second. Okay. You, you, have, you have thoroughly enraged the snow monster who looks down at you, Merle, and rears back the flaming, raging, poisoning sort of doom. Made out of snow. Uh, does a, what's the stats on flaming, what's the two hit? It's going to hit you. It was, a, it was an 11 plus whatever the addition is. Uh, is I'm, I'm going to use uh, my uh, shield proficiency to force you to... Take disadvantage. Take disadvantage. Okay, very, very nice. 
okay, five plus what does it add for flaming raging poisoning? Soup? I mean, my plus, my attack is plus ten. But plus there's 10. no does way. Does a fifteen hit your AC Merle High Negatory. All right. That would have been a lot of fun, but it misses and cleaves a large chunk uh, out of the snow as it disintegrates under the heat of this mighty blade. Next up is Taco. In the words of my boss at Fantasy TJ Maxx, after I stole a lot of really nice placemats, you're fired. And I cast Wall of Fire. Yeah. That creates a wall of fire on a solid surface within range, which I will do on his stick. And uh, you make the wall up to 60 feet long. That sounds good. 20 feet high. Perfect. Uh, you'll get a couple of his, of his strata, but he is a 30-foot tall snowman. Okay, so not a big, <laughs> not a big physics down. guy, but if I melt the bottom of him... <laughs> You were all envisioning it, too, right? Like, it's a 20-foot-high wall of flame. All right, what's the save? What's the save? Uh, each creature within its area must make a dexterity saving throw. I'm certain it's a very dexterous snowman. Well, you gave it feet. <laughs> but, where, uh, but not legs. There's no way. they. How dexterous is a penguin? You gave this snowman feet. I'm gamifying it. I'll give him a plus four dexterity. What? Plus four dexterity. Let's see. Uh, Dad, can you come look at this real quick for me? Do you want mine just looking old at it bones? Me? What number? What's on? Hobble it? over. It's a twenty. Fuck. No, that's actually bad. You don't want him to have a twenty. You want him to have a one. That's what you want. You're on my do side. Do you do any damage? Or at least you were until I started drinking white wine. Which is wine mixed with white claw. Is there a half damage effect? What? Yes, my friend. Um, a creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall. Uh, no way. That ends a turn. Okay. It's uh, half as much. Okay. So roll damage. Okay. We'll take half. But then I will wait a minute. Do, I will actually do this on the app because it is uh, 5d8. So. Okay. He is actually going to take full damage because he is weak against this. So it's half and then times two. Touch that D8. Five. Touch the D8. Wow. 25. Yeah, the, weirdly, that's exactly as much as it needed to melt completely. And Perfect. Yay. Yay. Uh, I pick back up the flaming raging poisoning star doom, but the frozen ice has uh, momentarily distinguished, uh, extinguished it. Thank you. The facade fades, and now you're just standing in a dark, featureless cavern with a long staircase carved into the wall. This illusory projection of a snowfield has disappeared. Magnus rushes in. To what? The staircase or whatever. Okay, you run face first into the staircase. Yeah. It hurts. Damn. <laughs> Quite a tapestry we've woven here. <laughs> Your party proceeds. Scrooge is lagging behind. He's still thinking about how cool Snow Warriors was. Did Matt that make you feel anything? Did it like a little spark of the old days? Yeah, I guess so, but having all that Mitch Dibble's money definitely uh, makes things pretty easy. So, uh, now tell so me fuck about Candle Knights. What? Oh! Now, can you tell me real quick about why we fall down, Master Wayne? I don't, I, I don't get the reference. <laughs> Your party proceeds up the staircase until you pass through another dark tunnel. This one 
opens into another much smaller illusory scene. The four of you are standing in a charming little firelit din. Hell yeah. There's a fireplace on the far wall with enormous stockings hanging around it. Gentle holiday music seems to be emanating out of nowhere. And once again, there's a modest candle night's bush in the center of the room with a handful of unlabeled presents sitting under it. Is it a well-trimmed bush? Fuck, that sucks, dude. Um, <laughs> the the sole inhabitants of this room are three bugbears who appear to be living wooden puppets. And Sick. all three of them turn their heads 180 degrees to face you all. And they shout in unison, Happy Candle Nights! Let me take care of this, guys. I've been a wooden puppet. Clickety clackety. <laughs> they all stand up and they bow and they introduce themselves in order. Uh, the biggest of these, of these three puppets uh, says, Hello, my name is Ignorance. Ignorance? And the I've middle met you before. <laughs> <laughs> the middle-sized one says, Hello, my name is Want. And the smallest of the three stands up and says, uh, Yeah, I'm Derek. <laughs> <laughs> and Scrooge looks around and he gets all glassy-eyed again. He says, Oh, Every year, Clark invites me to one of these little shindigs. They play this ridiculous game, White Elephant. Everyone grabs a gift and they open it, and then the next guy can steal another one, and they can, they can open a new one and steal yours. You, do you know this game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This saves me a lot of explaining. I just, even for me, I've always thought it was a bit cutthroat. Uh, but boy, it makes me think, though, doesn't it? Oh, God, not again. And, and can I just say, screw this right? I'm growing less and less interested in your whole deal. Um, all right, Dan. And he goes and he just sort of sits sullenly in front of the fireplace. Nice job. Now you have to fix that. Go yeah. fix that. I give him a back rub. Uh, as you approach him, he actually disappears from this illusory scene. Now Wait it's a minute, just... I thought it was his illusion. Well, you've insulted him out of it. Been there. And the automatons gesture for the three of you to join them for a lovely game of White Elephant. Okay. All right. You sit around. Do we have to? Push. I pick the present that looks like booze. Uh, okay. Hey, do we have to? Oh, uh, good question. Okay. What do you want to do? I, we, I mean, can we just leave? Sure. Oh, yeah. We start feeling around for stairs that are hidden by the illusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Um, okay, as you all are walking around, uh, you go to push your hand through these illusory walls, and you can't because the illusion's so good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, let's play White Elephant. Fuck. Yeah. All right, I got the presents right here. One second. Uh, this is why we had to do it because Griffin wrote stuff down. Yeah. Don't okay. look. Don't look. Got it. Here's how this is going to work. No, Dad, don't do it. Don't do Griffin it. Griffin will cry. Uh, I will get very upset if you don't listen to this next part. Everyone I said in, cry. Everyone in order. We'll just use the same initiative that order that we used last time. Uh, we'll take turns grabbing a present from under the tree as represented by those six note cards. Uh, when you draw a present, you and you alone look at it. You do not show anybody else. You react to the contents of the present that you have seen. And that's all you do. Don't reveal it to the audience or your other players. Uh, and then the next player can either grab another present from the pile or, based on their reaction, steal the present of the previous player. 
Once a present has been stolen once, it cannot be stolen again, sticking the person who has stolen it with that present forever. Uh, and once either that has happened or we've finished drawing all the presents from the pile, we reveal them and resolve their sometimes terrible contents. <laughs> Magnus, you're up first. Thank God. Again, you will draw a present from the pile. You will react to it in the way you choose fitting. Do not peek, no peeksies. You can peek, but nobody else can. I cannot, I cannot see Travis's face. That gives me very... <laughs> He's crossed his legs and is holding it very tight to his chest. I figured this would be a verbal sort of, no, okay, Travis is shaking his head, no. I have a small sliver of power to wield here. Yeah, okay. Uh, ignorance is up next. He's going to steal that present. Dad, would you hand it to me face down? Do not look. No, I'll bring it to you. Oh, we'll bring it to me. Actually, we have a special elf. Paul, would you help out with this process so that we won't have to uh, cross the stage a hundred times? Thank you. The snowball hops fully formed out of Clint's body. He's back! He's back! Okay, all right. That has been stolen. Thank you very much. This, oh, and since it can't be stolen again, I'll just reveal it. Uh, I have stolen a lucky Gerblin's foot, which will give ignorance advantage on every ability check for the rest of the episode. So I pick a new one now? Now you get to pick a new one, yes. Again, no peeksies. And like a more entertaining sort of response. Well, how, will... how can we look at him? And uh, you want me to be like, oh! Just, <laughs> just say something. Just say something. Oh, I see. Just please don't scream anymore. Okay. Please. Ah. Um, did you leave? Paul, you can just stay on stage, little snow, Paul. My, you're not going to melt under these studio lights. Uh, next up is... Merle, hey. is up, Merle is up next. I'm sorry about the whole ingesting you thing. No, you're not. Uh, Justin, would you hand me that far one there without looking at it? Again, you can draw a new present or steal Magnuses. Yeah. Okay. I saw his yeah, face. All right. Keep it quiet. Don't show anyone else. Don't reveal the contents of your present. I just need to look at your face and know what you've done. <laughs> Merle has grimaced. Or passed a kidney stone. Or passed a kidney stone. <laughs> or both. Along with the melted Paul. Okay. Next up is Want, who is... Keenly felt. Uh, this, this time of year. Want is going to steal Merle's present. Thank you very much. Do we have beef? Y'all, I know what is on these presents. I have just, Want has just stolen a slap chop from Merle. <laughs> it's just a slap chop. I don't know what a slap chop is. What? Okay. Read a book! Well, slap chops. let's see what, how you feel about the next present you're going to draw right now because your present has just been stolen. Okay, Taco is up. Keep in mind that that is also how he responded to a slap chop. But I know what this one is. So again, Taco. Oh, you already drew it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. I steal that present. Oh, it's yeah. not your turn. Oh. Uh, Derek nice. says, oh, yeah, let me get some of that. And steals Taco's present. Enjoy, stupid. 
Are you laughing at what you yourself wrote? I'm laughing because... We're bad at this game? Some of these presents were fine, and some of them were whammies. Derek has just stolen an enchanted ruby. So go ahead and take that last present taco, and we'll resolve all of our amazing presents. We got all whammies over here, didn't we? Yeah, you sure did. (laughs) It's fun. (laughs) Why don't we start? Okay, so again, ignorance, want, and Derek. Yeah. The not important, non-playable characters of this adventure have stolen a slap chop, a lucky goblin's foot, and an enchanted ruby. Merle, what did you end up with? A haunted picture frame that shows you the exact moment of your death. <laughs> and it's in 24 minutes. <laughs> Man, he really died out there. What about you, Magnus? What'd you end up with? What are you looking up on your phone? Well, I seem to have gotten a box of asps. Yeah, you got a big box of asps. Which appears to be application service providers. I have no idea how that applies. They all spring out at you and bite you so many times. You are going to take 6d10 damage. Yeah, well... All right, that's 34 points of poison damage. That's I know. actually not that bad. That's not that bad. Third. Yeah, that's probably the worst one in there, huh, Juice? Yeah, that's the, uh, the, worst, the worst one in here. What did you end up getting, Taco? What did I get? Well, wouldn't you like to know? Oh, hey, Juice, I know. <laughs> I wrote the cards, and I know which one hasn't been read yet. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah, for sure. Stalling, stalling, stalling. Yeah, just a regular, there's gotta be some spill. I use the want to switcheroo on want. Oh, I forgot that was the one with the slap chop. Fuck. Hey, listen, trust me. It's a, it's, it's still an upgrade. What did you end up getting, Taco? Well, I got a slap chop. You got a slap chop? Yeah, oh, that's cool. cool. Okay, want... What did, you, what did you get, want? Want looks at where he is next to the two of you now and then looks in his box and opens it uh, and he realizes that he got a terrible cursed mummy claw that will kill you instantly. Bummer! And he, and he looks up and he says, I thought that this was It's silly! <laughs> As Want falls down dead, this illusion disappears also, and now you just see Scrooge just sort of sitting uh, by Wait, an empty cave Derek? wall. Huh? How's Derek? They disappeared with the illusion. Oh, no. Yeah, they weren't real. But my feelings for them were... Okay, I will say this. Uh, Derek, with his enchanted ruby, you see him look at it before he disappears, and he nods, and then uh, the ruby flies up into his nose and replaces his nose and starts flashing red. Uh, 
But then he disappears, and so does the enchanted no. ruby. Yeah, that would have been fun, I bet. Merle casts Cure Wounds on Magnus. Oh, cool. For how much? I don't know. Oh, 2d8 plus 5. Okay. That's 16 points. Okay. Refresh yourself. Scrooge stands up uh, in this now featureless cavern, and he says... Uh, Oh, did you guys finish? Uh, you finish up with that last one? Did that, yeah, feel, did that spark something within you? A, a well, it was, it, was, I'll, I'll, uh, it was starting to, yeah. But then um, there was some unkind words being said. Yeah, I snapped, <laughs> I snapped at you, and I'm really sorry. You know, sometimes the holidays can be really tense between family members and people you love. Yeah. We did do away with impotence, though. That wasn't it. I don't think that's right. Did you? That's, um, that's, actually, that's actually excellent news. And um, this old guy's got to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> he says, um, uh, I don't know that I feel much closer to knowing the meaning of candle nights. You want a hug? Yeah, that would be nice. Give him a little hug. He says, uh, all right, let's, let's. No, we're not done. Oh. Be in the moment, my man. All right. Breathe it in. Okay, I really... You like the mask? I don't bathe. (laughs) He says, listen, I spent a pretty pity on that uh, canonized party. Yeah. Thank you for your consent. Thank you. As you approach the next chamber, you realize this one's not quite like the others. There's no illusory projection to speak of, uh, as far as you can tell. It's just a big circular cavern. Uh, You are on a low platform on the south side of the room, and these long sort of twisted staircases wrap up the outside walls up to a much higher platform on the opposite end of the room. They form sort of a ring, though, and at the center of this room is a howling mall of a terrible portal to an inky black other world. From within, deep screams reverberate upwards. In a bad way? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Worth asking, I think. Yeah, sure. These screams are making... Because they could have been like, Wee! Yay! Yay! Ah, I love it! These deep screams are making this sort of tar-like surface of this pit quiver violently. But on the top level, on the higher platform, you see a gnarly-looking bugbear. His fur... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, so cool! <laughs> His fur is a sickly green. His teeth are a sicklier yellow. His Santa suit is faded and filthy. In his hand, he holds a jagged blade that he flips between his fingers playfully. It's the gooch! Tied to the balcony's banister is a thin cable that runs up to a winch on the ceiling and is connected at the end to an enormous, hastily built bundle of Candle Knight's party decor, catering, and, of course, the bugbear's beautiful Candle Knight's bush, all of which dangles a few dozen feet above the portal, and the Grunch smiles, a wicked smile, and says, You're here for your trappings, the Grunch snarled and inquired, but they're so necessary for a plot, so inspired. I will summon an imp that will make you all suffer, Lord of Humbuggery, the great candle snuffer. I will make out a feast from your candle night's joy and breathe life into Krampus, the nastiest boy. 
Okay. We're back in initiative. Magnus, you're up first. Um, high, how high off the ground is... It's about a 20-foot staircase that wraps around both sides of the room up to the higher platform. Okay. Um, I have a thing of spider climb, right? Sure. What? Wait, what? I do. It's an item that I bought that I can't remember, but I definitely have. <laughs> Okay, whatever. That voice hurt my throat a little bit. You have a thing of... I'm afraid I'm going to need at least, like, this. slightest... Okay, let's pit. ask the audience. Do I have a thing that lets me spider climb? Yeah, all right. Uh, I'm going to spider climb and jump onto the bagging, the thing of baggage, the, the big bundle of stuff. Okay, you would need to... I think you're going to have to spend both of your actions because to run up to okay. a place where you could hop to this thing that's a couple dozen feet off of the, the surface of this portal. Okay, I'm going to do that. Okay, uh, make an uh, acrobatics check for me. Who? Um, is it 12 plus 2 or 14? Uh, yeah, you got, you got the tools necessary. You spent your whole turn doing it. I will allow it. You, okay, you, and I'm going to use my bonus action, or my, excuse me. Oh, second win? Or, second yeah. win is, thank you very much. I don't much. think that's what it's called. What's action surge? Action surge. Now that the, uh, I've hit the bundle, so it's clearly swinging. Yeah. I'm going to chop uh, the rope when it's swinging away from the okay, portal. Okay, this is going to be a tough one, because you are trying is to. Is it? Yeah, because you are trying to time this out having moved this giant sack with just the momentum of your jump. Yes, my big, beautiful body. Your enormous, wonderful body. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say this is going to be like a timing check. Oh, you know what? I actually, I take it back. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to use my grappling hook. Okay. To pull it away from, from the, portal the portal and lock it away from the portal. Towards the high Wall. platform or lower platform? Lower platform where we are. So mm -hmm. I'm on it. Okay. And I'm going to uh, use my grappling hook to pull it towards, towards that away way. from the portal. Okay, sure. Uh, this is going to be, I will say, a difficult check. Uh, you are attempt you're attempting to disarm the stakes of the entire encounter in a single action. So yes, it's I going am. to be a difficult check. Uh, let's make this a maybe a ranged attack roll. I don't know what the stats for that would be. Let's just make this a straight up dexterity check. Uh, 12 plus 214. And that's not going to cut it. You, you managed to secure it to a sconce, let's say, on the wall of the lower platform, but you haven't quite been able to pull yourself and the sack to safety. Okay. But you have... I have a... the chance to. Sure, yeah, okay. yeah someday. Right. Uh, next in the order is Merle. Um, Merle casts... Guardian of Faith. All right. Now you tell me what that means. I know what guardian faith means. What to what ends? What does it mean to you? Well, I think it's somebody to okay. protect us. Just in from, case something. From if something were to attack us. Okay, cool. Whew. Okay. Um... Guardianus of Phegticus. Yeah. Are you sure? Now that we've talked about it for a little while, are you sure this is the action that you want to take right now? I just want to make sure you're certain. I am positive okay, this where is you what plop, I want to do. Where are you plopping this guardian down? Right in front of us. Okay. Between 
us in you know, like a gap, you know, so that if there's a photo session or something, they're not blocking somebody else. Sure. Okay. In the interest of time, because we are running right. a bit behind, I will say next in the order is actually the Grunch, who uh, puts his fingers together and whistles in a way that I am not capable of doing. And down the staircases, both of them start to march uh, four little clockwork soldier men uh, who your guardian of faith uh, starts to fend off, nullifying that threat. Again, we're playing Calvin Ball rules a little bit, but those clockwork men have been tied up, let's say, by the guardian of faith. Mm. Next in the order is Taco. What happened to you, man? Grush, what happened to you, bud? He stops for a second, and he's, he gets glassy-eyed. And so does Scroog. And the Grunch really looks at the three of you. And he says, um, I remember your faces from long, long ago. You came to a party my nephew did throw. He charged you with teaching me Candle Knight's reasons to fully appreciate holiday seasons. You did not take it serious, and then you departed. And year after year, I grew more shrunken-hearted. Oh, and that's then I sharded. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Time passed me by. My vibe grew more crunchy. All told, I would say, I became pretty grunchy. But now you are here, and so ends my fugue. The Grunch stands before you, but my true name is Scroog. Wait, just quick question. Is this a time travel thing? Scroog looks up and says, It's like he's me from Candle Knight's future. Wow, you've really layered a lot in here. Yeah, but like how? Oh, oh, I know this one. We kill him in this time, and then... Oh, hell yeah! And then there's no grunge. Yeah, we fucking kill Scrooge! This is what we wanted to do from the beginning! No, actually, I will say this. Although, Travis, yes, I'll grant you our instincts to kill Scrooge were apparently dead on, and that's why Griffin wouldn't let us do it, because it would have broken his little game. What so, would happen if we had killed Grunch, Grunch, what happened to that heart of yours? It seems like it's turned to stone. He doesn't say anything, and Scrooge says, I think he did his one rhyme. Oh, I see. <laughs> and and, and the it Grunch was about nods. time. The Grunch yeah. nods like... He nods and he tods. <laughs> it's a rhyme. And it's like Sweeney? Scrooge takes two steps toward the pit. Um, I just really what it, you, you all think is right. I, what? I don't, I don't want to turn into the, the grunch. And if it's too late for me to change, I, I suppose this is the only option. God damn it. Okay, wait. No, we'll fix it. Give me a sec. What? No, no, no. I'd love to kill this guy, too, and get out of here. I got a piece so bad, my back teeth are floating, but we do have to... We gotta figure it out. Hold on. Wait, let's start with this. And I uh, throw the anti-gravity sphere at the bag. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fun. 
I don't think you need to roll for that. It's a big, big bag that has been sort of secured in place. I don't have to roll for it. Uh, Okay, it begins floating off the ground, and so does Magnus. You're having some fun up there now. That's it? That's your your whole action? Okay. You tell me. Do you want me to cast the spell? Bell on uh, you, no, or? I think throwing the anti-gravity spear will, 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 sphere will count as an action. We're back up to Magnus now. Uh, seeing this happen and seeing uh, that nothing has fallen into the pit, the Grunch looks down and he looks very worried now because there is more screaming and howling come from the, uh, coming from the inky black pit. Magnus. Fuck it, Magnus dives in the pit. What? Why? All right. Okay, wait first. No. No, wait first. No. First? No. Magnus ties a rope to the back and dives in the pit. I mean, you're holding on to the grappling hook, so I'll, I guess I'll allow it. I've lost sort of the plot a little bit. All right, man. Yeah, you dive into the pit. What What is, what is Magnus wearing? A smile and nothing else. <laughs> no, uh, what would Magnus wear to a party? Magnus is wearing his normal armor plus a funny hat. Yeah, right. What kind of funny hat? That's like a funny hat. Picture a funny hat. That's it. Maybe it's got antlers on it. What? Okay. You hop into the pit. With your holiday-themed hat. I didn't say that, but sure. It has antlers on it. And so as you enter, you see a face looking back up at you. Uh, And it's a not a good, it's a not a good face. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bad face. It's Mario! Is it Mario? It is not. It is a enormous skull-like face. Sure. Uh, with its own antlers on yeah. its head. Hey, um, same, same hat. Yeah. Same hat. <laughs> <laughs> and as the festive hat enters the pit with you, this figure smiles, a horrific smile. And then you two see Magnus riding on top of Krampus as he emerges from the pit, having been summoned by this single piece of festive sacrifice. Well, damn it. An ink geyser shoots up from the pit, blowing the top of the mountain off. Uh, And in fact, the grunch gets caught in the stream, flying way up into the air and blasting off like fucking Team Rocket. You all are exposed to this crisp night air, especially you, Magnus, who is riding on top of this 40-foot-tall demon Mm -hmm. uh, that has this short, wiry hair all over. He smells like brimstone. He's got these little, small, creepy Is it like hot air? uh, It's like stinky brimstone. You know hot air doesn't always smell like The flaming, raging, poisoning sort of doom ignites. Oh, okay. The Flaming Raging Poisoning Sword of Doom Ignites. That's fine. And I'm fine. going to attack. Well, let me finish my fucking description. <laughs> <laughs> there is a long red tongue dangling from its open jaw. And once this figure finishes composing itself, it takes a beat and then takes off in a lumbering sprint down the mountainside toward Fandolin and the Bugbear Celebration. You technically did just use your move jumping into the pit, so I will allow you an action here. Okay, I'm going to attack twice. Okay. As is my want. 
Uh, that is a 19. Yes. Uh, and a 17? Yeah. The fuck's going on over there? Oh, we have magical die. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, those are both hits. Okay, great. Oh, what the fuck do I get it's to roll? It's plus 20 damage for each attack, so we'll just add yes. plus 40 to whatever it's you roll. It's plus 20 damage, and then it is, oh my god, uh, 60 10 total. Fuck off. Fuck completely off. What's the status of the bag? Of the bag? It's floating up into the air. Very slowly. It's anti-gravity. It was not caught up in the geyser b- burst. Okay. Okay, uh, so we can still uh, get to 44 it. Sure. points of damage. Plus 40? Yeah, so 84 points of damage is what you're telling me. Okay, in a single cleave, you take off the top of this thing's entire skull. Fuck! Uh, and orange sort of lava is now dripping out of the top of his Taco head. Taco wretches. Taco wretches. Excellent. Cool. Free action. Uh, and that. Now, <laughs> this Chris is at Taco Bell. Enjoy some taco wretches. Uh, it is leaving a trail of like obsidian in its wake as it runs down this snowy mountain face with you holding on for dear life. Uh, and now we move back. Oh, sorry. Wait. That was just the damage for one attack. Wait, wait, wait. 44 was your damn it. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, it's about to get real here now, folks. All right. Uh, that was an additional 28, so 28 not as much. plus, okay, and we'll keep the plus 72. 40 from before. Okay. Okay, with this, it's just a, the jawbone dangling open with the tongue just now, just sort of Gross. bouncing around, all fun-like. Uh, but it is still lumbering down the hill. Uh, we jump back to Merle. Now you and Taco are in basically uh, an open room now that the top of this mountain has been blasted open you have the bag sort of floating you know 10 feet overhead uh and you have you have scroog who is looking upward at where the grunge got blasted away and is just kind of looking up at him or where he was and he says uh i turn into a turn into a right bastard don't i wait I'm going to fix all of it. Okay. It's not your turn in the action. You're, you, you started fucking talking. Yeah, I suppose. You'd have to ask Merle. Merle, get to the bag. Right. I yell the words, hang ten. He jumps on the broom broom. He jets over to the, the bag, jumps on it, and as a bonus action has the, uh, the guardian go over and wrap its angel-like wings around Scrooge in a loving embrace. To bring him also back up to the, uh, the floating bag? Oh, God, no. No, no, no. Okay. Should I do that? No. Okay. All right. He's like, wow, this angel's embrace really takes me back. I got, I got an angel hug once. It was last candle nights. Sorry, that's not really pertaining to anything. Okay, I was yet. hoping maybe. All right. Uh, Taco. I, uh, I run and I grab the dangling end of the, the, the rope. Okay. Okay. And then I cast Phantom Steed. <sighs> 
Garrel materializes, and I tie the other end of the rope to Garrel. And I say, Scrooge, Santa is real. <laughs> and then I gesture to Merle hanging atop the bag of presents as he is dragged along by a soaring Garrel. Flying through the air, literally flying through the air with a huge sack of presents and looking like he does. We see Scrooge looking up at this miraculous sight. Uh, a single tear rolls down his cheek. What is happening? Sorry, Carol. Okay. <laughs> Just can you pretend to be. No. Can you pretend to be. No. Listen. No. What? I'll give you some oats. Okay, I'm listening. Can you just drag this floating sack? It seems a little demeaning. Just come on, oats. All right, then. And Gerald takes off down the hill, headed towards... Uh, 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 Fandolin. Uh, yeah, Fandolin. The bu- and the bugbear enclave. Yeah. Screw sees this, again, the tear. And he smiles. And then the guardian of faith wraps her wings around him and launches into the sky. Killing him in... Killing him in a moment. (laughs) On (laughs) re-entry. Back down in front of Clark's cavern, all of the bugbear partygoers are standing, looking very nervous in front of the cave entrance, looking up toward Mount Kronos. And they see a few things happen in order. They see Magnus riding a bobsled made out of a butchered Krampus. Bumbles bounce! (laughs) All the way down the side of the mountain, sliding to a gory stop just meters away from where the party is standing. They see... They see Scrooge being set down gently by a beautiful angel who waves to the party and then lifts up into the night sky. I gotta get to Kravitz's party! (laughs) (laughs) And then they see real-ass Santa Claus flying on a sack of their stolen possessions with a beautiful spectral horse ridden by an even more beautiful wizard who rides overhead and cuts loose the, uh, the, the bag of things, dropping them right in front of the cave into another beautiful party atmosphere. And that wizard shouts out, Merry Christmas to all! I'm going to a cooler party! <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it, everybody. Good Thank night, you so everybody. much for coming. Have a merry candle nights, one and all.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. Hey there, I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just got to share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast. We're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't. Rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual, real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us, which can now be found in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.